All right, welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies, I guess. Um, if this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. If you're second time listener, because our second episode, thanks for coming back and surviving that first episode with us. <laughs> uh, today I have uh, co-hosts, I guess you could say, for a second episode is Cousin Daniel. Hello so, again for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how long we can... Uh, keep this going so because <laughs> it's eleven thirty right now and yeah so i mean uh for starting off we kind of want to talk about some of the things that were happening today i guess as far as like movie news goes um i'm sure the big one that everyone knows about is stanley died he passed away how old was he 95 in his 90s yeah, yeah was, i want to say he was 95 yeah so um and so even that kind of we decided to do the first X-Men movie, the 2001, because as far as we know, as far as we saw, that was his first ever cameo that he ever did. In a uh, in a Marvel movie. Yeah, in a Marvel movie. In a Marvel movie. So even before like this first X-Men, there was, there was Blade. You know, there's Wesley Snipes and Blade, but that didn't really tie into anything. Yeah, that oh, came, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that came out before. Yeah, so that came... You know, he wasn't in that one. So, oh. yeah, he wasn't in that. It just came out before X-Men. Okay. Yeah, but it... X-Men was the first big one that he did, and ever since then, he just did movie cameos nonstop. So, that's something that actually happened, so we're going to talk about today is the first X-Men movie, unless you got any other news you can think of. Um, I mean, uh, so on CinemaBlend.com, they had mentioned that Marvel Studios released an official MCU timeline. Oh, yeah. So, if you're, uh, if you're interested in seeing the official, I guess, timeline, uh, you can go to their website. Uh, Cinnamon Blend and just Marvel Studios just released an official MCU timeline. Is what the title is. So yeah, we don't feel like really saying everything that's happened <laughs> since the first or the first chronological movie, which of course is Captain. The first one's got to be Captain America. Well, uh, well, in chronological terms. Well, because according to them, it was uh, people were really confused about Spider-Man: Homecoming. Then when, yeah, when it was the well, that's a Sony years, thing though. It was too. eight years later though. Uh, I remember uh, time cards. So I remember that confused a lot of people, but I'm sure. They didn't even need to release like an official timeline until that came out, because Sony just kind of buried them in. And if you're listening to this and you're not aware, um, Marvel movie rights they're owned by multiple different companies. So like X Men, of course, is owned by Fox. Um, so that's why like everything we're doing that's owned by Fox, they don't really have any, you know, combined universes. It's just X Men and of course now Deadpool. And then Sony was Spider-Man. They had the Spider-Man rights. And then Disney or the MCU, they have all all the ones that make money, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they're so, going to own everything anyway. So. Yeah, they got all the ones that make money. Um, I guess in other news, who was it? Um, James Gunn. So he directed the first and second Guardians of the Galaxy. And he actually got kicked off the third project yep. because of some tweets he made about I guess pedophilia and rape or something or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't quote me on that. So I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm sure if you Google James Gunn, it'll pop up, but I guess they got a new guy um, who's going to direct the volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think his name is Wayne Knight and he had, he's directing, he's already directed the Bumblebee movie, which is going to come out, which I haven't seen a Transformers movie. I think since Mark Wahlberg first came aboard and that's when I was like, this movie's long, and I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> it I, I don't think the Bumblebee movie and, looks too fantastic. I already transformed out. Yeah, yeah, because there's been like maybe like five or six movies. I'm not even sure how many of them have been in there, but it's just been a lot. It's been a long ride, and I don't want to watch another Transformers movie. But he also did Wayne Knight. He also did 
uh, Kubo. Kubo, the tail of the oh, two okay. strings. Yeah, so he did that. And I, I thought that was a pretty good movie, even though it's, it's supposed to be a kid's movie, right? I mean, yeah, I guess, Kubo. Yeah, yeah, Kubo, yeah. So, so he did that, but good. he's going to do the third Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, I liked the first two, definitely. I thought they were pretty good. I thought they were a lot of fun. I think the first one I enjoyed more just because when I saw that movie, I literally walked into it blind. I was just hanging out with a random group of friends that I haven't seen in so long, and we decided to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is before I really got more into movies and more into back into comics, and I did not even see a single trailer, and I saw this movie. I was like, this is a really good movie. <laughs> and, and I think part of the issue, too, because today we're reviewing X-Men, which came out in the year, you know, in 2000, and there's a huge difference between... Marvel movies that came out then and or even just superhero movies that came out then in the early 2000s and superhero movies now so let's kind of get back into it let's talk about you know X-Men 2000s and the first thing I guess we're going to talk about are the main titles (laughs) (laughs) it's that weird um I don't know what kind of effect it is but it's it starts with Patrick Stewart Avery Bullock, you know, narrating, yeah, so he's narrating about, you know, evolution and everything, and so he starts narrating about it, and it goes into, I don't know what it is that they show in the, in the opening scenes, it's like, it's just white stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, it's just white stuff, and that leads into the X-Men title card, and our next thing that we have is we kind of kick it off again with uh, Magneto, so we get Magneto's backstory. And we have it where it's in Poland, 1944. So I'm sure if anybody had a time traveling machine, they would not want to go there that time of year. Or yeah, not there. taking over. Yes. Yeah. Not. Yeah. They. They were. They had just taken over. And so we have Magneto's backstory, where he's in a Nazi concentration camp, and he gets separated from his. Well, I'm assuming is his mother and his father. Yeah, they make it sound like a tragic kind of back. I mean, well. Obviously, yeah, it obviously, it so is. it's like a tragic backstory. You see him walking with his parents, and the German soldiers come up and pretty much take his parents. Yeah, they like separate we, we them. We assume they're the parents, and mm-hmm. uh, we can only assume that they went to the train that led to your death. Yeah, and... they went to the bad side. So, and I remember when I when I first when I first was watching this, and because there's that scene where they get before they get separated, and Magneto's dad or Eric. He's he has a a yellow star on his on yeah. his chest, and of course when in two thousand I was what five years old, and even like when I would watch X Men later on because we would watch the nineties cartoon one on reruns and everything, and even when I watched this movie when I was a little bit older, you know, still not a teenager, still just kind of you know, in in uh, elementary school, I remember seeing the yellow star and I used to think why is the sheriff you know I used to think it was a sheriff badge. And I was like, why is the sheriff getting, you know, separated and stuff? And it wasn't until I was much older, and I was like, oh, that's I, I, not I a remember, sheriff's badge. Uh, I remember when I first watched it, because, yeah, I was 10. I was 10 years old in 2000, so uh, when I first watched it, I didn't even realize that that was, like, what, yeah. what was happening. I didn't realize it was Nazi soldiers, <laughs> and they were going to concentration camp stuff. Yeah, I didn't. I did not know. I just assumed it was these people lined up, and uh, it's funny how you don't ask questions when you're a kid. You're just, or you don't draw two and two together. And you're just like, I'm just waiting for the superheroes to show up. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's that's also true. Because I mean, we had the 1990s X Men, and then it was this. This was like I think the next X Men movie or the next X Men thing that came out, and then after this we got X Men Evolution, which was on. I don't know if you remember that show. It was on. 
Oh yeah, I kids, that kids back when Kids WB was Kids WB and so <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah, and it's funny how you don't even draw those kind of two things together. And even just when I was watching it, we were watching it the other night. I was like, this is a little sad. It's a little bit of a sad scene because they're crying and everything, and they're getting separated. And then of course they're trying to pull Magneto back, and that's when he's using his powers because they always say when it comes to these mutants or X-Men, they develop these powers. It's kind of like puberty, but in a sense, it comes from like very, it comes from traumatic, it comes from like a traumatic event that usually causes their powers to like activate. So with Magneto, I think it's when he's getting separated during the concentration camp, that's when he discovers his powers of magnetism. And that's when he's, you know, ripping the, he rips the gate apart until that soldier just butts him straight in the head. <laughs> I, guess the thing, I guess the thing that confuses me is, so they see the gate is just super warped, right? Oh, yeah. And so are they just like, oh, that's just a natural thing? So what happens between 1944 to when he goes back to present day, like they just let him go well, through and they keep him as a prisoner and then well, he gets released? That they actually, yeah, did you ever see X-Men First Class? No, I actually never Oh, okay, one. yeah. They, they explore that more in X-Men's First Class, as far, like what happens after that okay, scene. Well. So they, they explore that more. But you're right at that point. It's, you know, I, I imagine all the Nazi guys, they're just kind of like, I just work here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which was their excuse after the war was over, too. Hey, I just work here. And I don't, it, it kind of worked, but it kind of didn't work either. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what ends up happening. And the X-Men movies, like, this one, not even so much of this one, but the future ones, like two, three, all all of them, the timeline just gets so mad. We're, it's funny how we're talking about timelines and we have the MCU timeline. The X-Men timeline is, is as broken <laughs> as it can get. And I don't know at what point it's just, you know, you have writers who are just being lazy or studio heads are just like just forcing things or just like, I feel like no one was paying attention because we've got multiple characters in different timelines. We've got just so many different things that happen and it just gets messier with each movie. It gets messier guess, and messier. I guess I just never realized that the timeline was so bad. I know when I watched, <laughs> uh, wait, was actually first class, the one where they show a, a young Xavier, uh, they have, um, what's his name? The guy from split, the movie split. Okay. I can't remember his name. James McAvoy. So they have James McAvoy, who's who's Xavier, who's the young Xavier, and then they have um, the that's, guy. That's when they show him actually get injured, right when he goes. To yeah, he takes. Yeah. Okay, I guess I've seen parts of X in First Class. I just never seen the. Yeah, whole movie. that one's. I actually, I actually like First Class. It's been, it's been a while. I actually like First Class. If I had to like, if I had to rank them. I mean, Logan's the best. You've seen Logan, right? I have not seen Oh, Logan. my God. I still need to watch it. We're doing an X-Men review or commentary, and you haven't <laughs> even seen Logan. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys had to listen to that, but <laughs> Logan's probably one of the best ones. Worst ones is, I mean, everyone hates Wolverine Origins. That one's pretty bad. And I watched that one in theaters with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> That one's pretty bad. Uh, let's get back on topic. Yeah, so, I mean, when it comes, just from that opening scene right there, the X-Men comics, they've always been about prejudice and, of course, discrimination. And it's always just how, basically, these discriminations of others and how these characters live or deal with this discrimination or this prejudice. And I don't know if you knew this, but Magneto is actually based off of Malcolm X. And... Malcolm X, of course, you know, I'm not a history buff or whatever, but 
typically wanted to take an aggressive approach among protecting his brothers. And that's Magneto's kind of group. You know, Xavier has, or Charles Xavier, Professor X has the X-Men. Magneto has the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which is kind of a mouthful. But <laughs> so, and of course, Xavier is based off of Martin Luther King Jr. And he believes peace is the only way for both species to coexist. And he still believes that there is hope for this type of future where humans and, you know, X-Men or mutants can coexist together without other putting, you know, the other into camp. And so we kind of go into our next scene where it's, they lay, and this is funny with timelines too, because when it goes into that scene with Rogue, that opening scene with Rogue, it has um, the not too distant future. Yeah. Yeah. Is... And it's like, okay, what timeline? Already it's like, I don't know what year this takes place. So and... if it's supposed to take place in 2000, because that's, that's when it came thought. out. So yeah. that'd be, you know, 56 years later. Yeah. Which I guess they're considering uh, half a decade. Yeah. I mean, or half a century. Yeah. Half a, it just says the not too distant future. And I'm just, uh, already it's questions of, all right, the timeline's already messed up that I knew from all the other movies, and I haven't seen this movie in a while. I can't remember the last time I even, you know, opened up the DVD and put it in the actual DVD player. And when it said the Nazi distant feature, I'm just like, okay, they did not start off already, <laughs> like, with, the, with what's happening. This is, it's just the beginning. And so we meet Rogue, who kisses her boyfriend, and she ends up putting him in a coma. And so she just, like, drains the life force out of him. Sounds like your ex-girlfriend, right? And so <laughs> it just completely drains the life force out of him when she touches him or touches and, touches anything. And she's just and she's just she just freaked out. Yeah, she flips out. She really loses her shit. I mean, naturally. I mean, she just kissed her boyfriend, and she's you know he goes into he he starts kind of having a seizure. But you know, I'm surprised. Like, I guess if it was if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have thought it was me. Maybe he's just having some kind of medical episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, unless she's had other experiences with that. But when it comes to kind of that, just Rogue in general, um, she gets picked as a main character because usually she's kind of a main character, but not really. Comic books in general, they're just messy. Even when we try looking up like the Rogue character, just certain backstories, there's all these different variations of Rogue, whether it's like the Ultimate Universe and other different just Earth dimensions in general. It gets messy. But generally, her backstory is usually the same. So she's not always a main, main character. Sometimes she is, is in certain storylines. But in this, they kind of chose her to be a main character. Um, and that's mainly just because of her powers. So when she touches you or when she touches... I don't know if it works with on animals, but I think all life in general, I mean, she drains their life source. She drains their life, their life force, basically. So she usually can absorb your memories um personality traits even certain talents too so if she you know her boyfriend was the captain of the football team or the quarterback she could be really good at you know she'd be really good at football or really athletic at that time and when it comes to mutants whenever she touches a mutant or whatever she takes their powers and she takes her abilities and in the 90s comic she actually is the one who she starts off as a villain and that's usually how it is in the comics except for this movie and she ends up encountering Miss Marvel and she ends up touching Miss Marvel and there's a new movie coming out with Miss Marvel she touches Miss Marvel for a very very long time and she ends up taking all of Miss Marvel's powers and it puts Miss Marvel like in a coma for a very long time and so throughout the whole 90s series uh, TV show run I think Rogue has all the powers of Miss Marvel because she had touched her for oh, so that long. Oh, that's, that's why, she yeah, so that's why she can fly, that's why she has super, super I remember, strength. I remember the show, she's flying. Yeah, everything. that's why she has that power. Okay. And of course, you know, 
Fox doesn't own the rights to Miss Marvel, so they couldn't really incorporate that storyline. Miss Captain. Captain. Captain Marvel. It's Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. I think it's Miss Marvel. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Not Captain Marvel. Not Captain Marvel now. So, <laughs> yeah, different Marvel. So, but it's Miss Marvel, and so um, they pick Rogue as kind of being this main character in this movie, or the first one, is because of her powers, and it represents a certain sense of isolation. You know what I mean? You can't touch anybody. Like you can't get laid. You can't. Do, you know what I mean? You can't do. You can't have physical contact with anybody, and so it really kind of sets the tone of probably how other mutants feel um, where they just feel isolated. They feel isolated from society and they can't, you know, they can't feel anything. They're, yeah. they're basically on the outside. They're outsiders and looking at a world that they can't themselves really touch. And that's where it doesn't really, they don't show it a lot in some of the X-Men movies, but they explore more of it in the comics where certain mutants, they have really shitty mutant powers and so I wrote some of them here. Do you want to hear them? Let's hear it. Yeah, okay, all right. So, uh, <laughs> so certain mutants, so there's a group called, like, the Morlocks, and the Morlocks, they live in the sewers. And basically, they're just a side of mutants who've given up usually on humanity, or they just are deformed. Their mutations evolve some form of deformity, um, and not always, like, in the best way. And, and that's just kind of the whole Morlocks group. And there's another X-Men who's in the comics. His name is Dummy. And with, <laughs> with Dummy's power, um, they end up he ends up getting tested, and they find out that he's going to be a mutant. It's just his gene hasn't activated yet. And when his gene does activate, he turns into a gas. So all that happens is his body just literally turns into an actual gas, and they have to put him in a latex suit, and that's what keeps him alive. And that's the worst mutant power ever. <laughs> well, maybe not the worst one, but it's definitely one of the bad ones. So if, you know, he gets, you know, someone accidentally pokes him and he starts leaking, he, he can die. Because <laughs> he can't control his, his gas state or whatever it is, he'll basically die. And it's such just a bad... kind of floats away from himself. Yeah, he just kind of floats away. And another one is Forget-Me-Not. So there's actually... Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah so there's Forget-Me-Not, and his mutant power is he everyone forgets him and so and apparently he's been a part of like the x-men since like day one and everyone just forgets about him and i think i read somewhere that uh charles xavier he has to put like a mental reminder in his head every hour to remind that he actually exists because that's part of his power it just I I everyone see, forgets I guess, him i guess i can see advantages if you're a criminal yeah <laughs> there was one mutant i tried looking up where i heard about him and his only mutant power is that he had five faces he was just deformed. He just had five faces. And I'm just like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we have right there. And our next one that we kind of go into after Rogue puts her boyfriend into a coma from, from touching him is we have the senator. Senator Kelly is Jean, trying. Jean Grey is speaking at the, yeah, looks like. Not a, I won't say a conference, not a conference, a... Uh... It's like a summit, I guess you yeah. could say. Cause, okay, a summit. Yeah, I mean, Senator Kelly, he's talking about... He's talking about registration, so he wants these mutants to be registered because they're... Some of their powers, and he includes, like, Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat, who can walk through walls, and he, of course, includes, like, some can even read minds and control your mind, too, also. And he wants them to be registered, and he even says in the later scene, if it was up to him, he'd have them all locked away, and just, throw, and just throw away the key. <laughs> so he's definitely a little more 
he wants he wants to take him away and of course at that kind of summit with that mutant problem is you know charles xavier besides jean gray is charles xavier and then magneto and so they're talking or magneto magneto leaves so magneto leaves the summit because he's like well i've already heard this you know he's heard that yep, speech before yep. yeah so coming from poland 1944 he's already heard he's already heard that speech before and so he goes outside and magneto and him are having a conversation well i think before that whole thing the, the thing that threw me off is they had they had it set up to where it's almost like this big reveal because they have magneto's face blacked out in a way oh, yeah. in the camera and then he turns around and you see the face like this whole big reveal <laughs> like, oh okay that's Magneto <laughs> the guy we've met well technically the second time but as yeah. this character as this actor the first time and he's an older looking guy too and I mean Sir Ian McKellen and of course if you haven't kept up like the latest X-Men movie that's coming out there's it like takes place in the 90s and they don't look like that at all like they still look young and handsome and beautiful and <laughs> they haven't kept up with that i don't know what they're gonna do with that uh, <laughs> yeah so they give that big reveal where it's magneto and he's he has a plan kind of set up what he wants to do and i guess professor x is trying to get in his head and figure out you know exactly what's going on here you know exactly what it is that he's trying to plan and even magneto says i can feel you you know fishing around there and Professor X Charles tries to tell him, you know, it won't be like before, and it's like he has faith in humanity. Yeah, he has faith in humanity. Yeah, so he's very, he's very positive. So uh, he's very HIV positive, and he tells him that you know it won't be like before, and you know, of course, I feel like if you're kind of come from that concentration camp, you know, if you've heard one speech, you've heard them all, and uh, <laughs> and I feel like it might be a little optimistic to think, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they thought that back then, too. <laughs> um, so after that, after they're kind of falling out, not even they're falling out, I think Magneto just tells him to stay out of his way. Because yeah, even though through all, yeah, stay out of his way. Because even through all that, he still just, they still remain like close friends somewhat, even though they're on, they have different like, you know, worldviews. And then after that, we kind of cue in with Wolverine. So we got Hugh Jackman who's playing Wolverine, and they're in the uh, they're in the fighting cage. Yeah, at some bar, look like. Yeah, some bar. I I know they're they they've got to be in Canada. They're like in Laughlin City. I don't know if that's in. Yeah, but Canada. The, the money the money for sure is it looked like it was uh, Canadian. I couldn't tell, but it wasn't U.S. dollars. So did they pay in like maple syrup and <laughs> Canadian bacon? <laughs> and saris and <laughs> yeah so uh the uh rogue ends up there too so Ro that's where rogue gets dropped off she hicks she hitchhikes all the way over there she's i guess she's abandoned her old life and that's when they meet you know wolverine and one thing i kind of wanted to get into too was there's kind of a decent amount of world war ii references in this movie or at least like in the beginning and i know it's been a while since you've seen like x-men 2 or even x-men 3 but I feel like they kind of shifted that from... It's still about, like, discrimination and everything, but I feel like they kind of shifted from more race-related or even more religious-related to more, like, towards homosexuality, towards... And we'll talk a little bit more about that where with X-Men 2 and everything with, like, Bobby Drake, which ends up being gay in the comics, which is funny because he ends up with Rogue, you know, someone he can't physically touch and, <laughs> and seems okay with it. But yeah, so we meet Wolverine, um, and Rogue is just pretty much in there, 
and she's eyeing that tip jar. She wants to steal it. <laughs> she looks like she's trying to steal that money. And that's when Wolverine fights that guy. And you can just hear the the metal you know, the metal the metal clanks. You can just hear the metal yeah. clanks. Yeah, when he's when he's punching that guy. And so we just hear those metal clanks. And what happens next? What happens next? Well, so the she, you see her eye in the tip jar actually after that scene. Uh, the guy thinks he pretty much he thinks Wolverine owes him some money because He's like, there's no way that you just took this beating from me and you don't have a scratch to show for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He accuses, he says he knows what he knows what he is. And that's when we get into that bar fight scene. Pulls out the knife. <laughs> yeah, he, pull, he pulls out a knife at him and then you just brought a knife to a claw fight. And, <laughs> and so he pulls out the claws and then you got the kind of, I thought it was a cool scene where you have, you know, He's got two around his neck, and the third one just goes like straight to the tip of his throat. <laughs> and, and I don't know. How do you think the claws look in that? Um, when they have the when they have the kind of the far away shot, it kind of looks wonky in a way. Yeah, it kind of um, does. I mean, it's two thousand. It's a two thousand movie. It's a two thousand movie. Yeah. I mean, so. at the, when I remember when I first watched it, I mean, it looked pretty cool. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it's definitely not bad still, but. It, they've come a long way. Yeah, up close, so it doesn't look bad. I don't think it looks bad when they have like the yeah, up close shots. That's what I noticed too. When they kind of show that far away shot, I think because you can kind of tell like around the claws that there's they're they're using like CGI or they're using yeah. some sort of computer effects. Whereas I think when it's up close, I think it's just a practical effect that they use, and so or maybe like a combination of both. But it looks a little janky. So because it looks like it's. It looks like someone photoshopped the claws onto his That's hands. That's true. It is. So it looks, it looks like that doesn't belong on the scene. Yeah. I mean, first Marvel movie, though, too. So, <laughs> Or first kind of main one, I guess you could say. And then, then you also have... So then, then you have the bar, the bartender, uh-huh. and then you can see... Uh, he walks up with his gun and tells him, Get out of my bar, freak. Oh, yeah, he pulls the gun So, you I mean, you already have these people who... Like when they're around mutants, they already don't like them or they consider them freaks. <laughs> so... Just, um, just everywhere you go, getting thrown out of bars if they find out who you are, and yeah, so he he ends up leaving, and Rogue kind of hitches a ride on his car without him noticing. Which I'm not sure how he even. Yeah, because he left. Bef- yeah, he left before she left. Yeah, he because he left and then she left. Yeah, because she's just like, oh, they know he's a mutant. Well, I mean, they obviously know he's a mutant because he's got you know what regular person has metal claws walking around and shit, and and so they. Logan is driving, or Wolverine is driving, and that's when they find out. You know, he sees that you know someone's hiding in the back of his car. What is it like an RV or a trailer thing? So it's got a couple things on it. Yeah, so he has it's the truck, and it's like a almost. There's like a bike in the back though too. Oh, in in the it's trailer. Like, yeah, it's like a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His so motorcycle back there. Yeah, so you find so Wolverine finds finds Rogue, and so he pulls her out. And he ends up giving her a ride, and then that's when they're talking, and he's saying, you know, it hurts every time, and that, you know, his claws come out, and that's when... <laughs> you know, we nagging him. Nagging him about the seatbelt. Yeah, belt. about the seatbelt. So he's nagging about the seatbelt, he's like, I don't need a... What does he say? I don't need a lecture about seatbelts, and... Something like that, and, and then, uh, the, the tree falls. The tree falls, so the tree falls, and it just fucking... He just goes straight through that windshield, and... <laughs> I mean, he has he can heal. So I mean, I mean, I feel like it was a pretty cool shot when he gets up and you see that his. I mean, that face, face is, yeah, his face is and you see the face healing. I thought that was a really cool. That's effect. the first time Rogue seen it, and her face kind of looks like like, like holy what? shit. 
Yeah, and I guess, like, at this time, like, everyone knows that there's mutants or they've heard that there's mutants, but I guess no one's really seen one up close because I guess they all kind of hide it. So, I, well, I guess they're, they're mutants that are in the closet. They try, you know, they all try to hide it. And so I guess whenever they see it up close, I guess they're still kind of freaked out by it. Or not even freaked out, but they're still astonished by it because, you know, they've never really seen it up close. And apparently there's just a ton of mutants. They're all just in hiding. And so Wolverine sees that the tree's been, per- like, cut down or something. It I don't like, know. It looks like it was, like, maybe smashed down. Yeah, smashed down. And it's just all jagged and everything. Yeah, and then that's when he does, like, the sniffing scene. Which, oh yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, air. he sniffs the air, so he does his, his scent thing, and then and, you know his vehicle's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and then Sabretooth comes in, and so so yeah, that's the introduction of Sabretooth at this scene. Yeah, his eyebrows. Yeah, his just his face his in general. <laughs> his eyebrows, and I think it's such a waste they don't bring him back for any of the X Men movies until Origins. Like it's such a, I think it's such a waste, and, <laughs> and they change actors, don't they? Yeah, they change act. Yeah, they change okay, actors yeah. and timeline, and like <laughs> that's when you find out that they were brothers, which they're not really in the comics. They're not brothers at all, but in but the they movie, knew each other. They knew each other. They were yeah. fighting in the war together. Um, no, that's no? from the, that's from the movie. So Origins oh. is when X Men Origins Wolverine. That's when they say that they're brothers and everything, and. Uh, but it ends up being they end up like joining Weapon X together, and that's how Wolverine gets his adamantium claws is through this Weapon X program, where they do experiments and they basically just take mutants and they just they just weaponize them basically. And there's a bunch of other mutants that I think that were a part of it, but Wolverine's just like the main one who actually end up surviving it. But yeah, so Sabretooth comes in, um, somehow knocks him out. Yeah, he knocks him out. Yeah, he knocks him out pretty easily. And he just hits him. He goes through the windshield. Yeah, he knocks him out pretty easily, which I think, as far as, like, powers go, I think Sabretooth is stronger and a better fighter than Wolverine, but he's not as he's not as smart. So yeah, well, and at least yeah. in the movie, they don't portray him as smart. No, they don't portray him. Yeah, he's a, he's a fuck-up in the movie. <laughs> he's just like... And so, so anyways, um, and that's when Cyclops, Cyclops and Storm come in. Yeah, so that's so, the introduction of them. Yeah, so Cy- Cyclops and Storm come in, and they are able to fight off uh, Sabretooth, and Cyclops uses his heat power, or not even his heat powers, his eyes are, you, you know about his powers, right? He shoots the beams out yeah. of his eyes, yeah. So they're actually portals to a different dimension, did you know that? No. No? Oh yeah, they're actually, yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're actually, they're actually portals, so they're actually portals to a different dimension, when he opens his eyes, his eyes are like gateways to those different dimension, Yeah. The more you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so just lasers come out of these. Yeah, holes. laser. Yeah, just lasers come out of these. Yeah, so lasers just come out of these old these these gateway dimensions. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's what ends up. Ha- that's where they come from. So, anybody's listening, it's like everything they didn't know about X Men, they now know <laughs> the random facts. And <laughs> Do these portals lead anywhere. It's just like a different dimension. I don't know, Daniel. <laughs> I just work here. All right, like I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just a different dimension. And it's just like a heat beam. It's a Cyclops dimension. I don't get it. I don't know. It just, it is what it is. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, they ended up taking Wolverine and they save Rogue out of the vehicle. Oh, the vehicle explodes. Oh, yeah, the vehicle explodes. Um, and then I think the next scene is where they're waking up at the their institution. Oh, yeah. That's when uh, that's when Wolverine, that's when Logan chokes chokes Jean the fuck out. <laughs> he just chokes her. <laughs> he just chokes the shit out of her. And... <laughs> And that's when he starts running. That's when he starts running around the school. So he starts running around the school, and he keeps on. He's hearing a voice in his head telling him like which way to go, 
and you know spoiler alert it's you know professor x the guy with mind control you know i mean who can read thoughts and stuff is telling where to go and then that's when they kind of go into um wolverine goes into this room and that's where professor x is and so then he starts talking to professor x and professor x just starts kind of monologuing and he gives him like the whole detail just like you know spilling like what the plot in case anybody's never seen like an x-men like cartoon or a comic before it's like this is magneto this is why he's you know i mean he's just start yeah he starts explaining everything and i think when i first watched it it was just kind of like oh okay cool he's explaining everything i already know this it's fine but when we were watching it the other night i was like this sounds ridiculous when said (laughs) out loud like like, it sounds so ridiculous because it's still a little grounded in the real world in the real world but it just sounds so ridiculous when he says his name is magneto and then fucking he jackman's just like what and then he was like what do they call you wheels what do you call call you wheels and then he's just like cyclops and i mean it is it is pretty ridiculous. Because they seem to have their names are based on what they look like. Yeah, look like. Or or their, or this is their powers. Their powers. And it's funny because it's like, <laughs> it's about prejudice, it's about discrimination, and it's like... <laughs> I mean, I can control, me- you know, metal, so I guess I'll go buy Magneto and... and You're then, in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know, I'll just go buy wheels, I'll just go buy wheels. And then Cyclops is like, I have to wear this fucking visor all the goddamn time, so I re- guess I'm Cyclops. I, I just, and, on a side note, it always reminded me of the guy from Star Trek. The one who had to wear the, the oh, visor. Oh, um, the pilot. I can't think of his name to save my life all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know his name. I just, I think it was not, bl- the Reading Rainbow guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name, though. Just and... take a look in a book. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, oh, man. Yeah, it sounds so bad when he says it. It's just like, <laughs> even Patrick Stewart saying it, it's just, he's, he's a good actor, and he says it just, he says it on point. He just says it's so serious, but. I mean, it's 2000, this is the first, you know I mean, this is the first X-Men movie, and it's been going on for 18 years, and that's a long time, that's almost, that's two, almost two decades worth of X-Men movies we've been having. I mean, it's almost 20 years of X-Men movies, which is insane, but, <laughs> yeah, so, um, they start doing the tour of the school, and during the tour of the school, that's when they see Rogue. Rogue is now part of like the or she does the classes. So she's 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 doing the classes. Yeah. She's trying to learn how to control her powers. And then with her, it's just you know don't touch anybody. Like <laughs> just don't touch anybody at all ever. And that's when you see some of the other like just some of the other mutants in think, the classroom. I think the thing that confuses why was that guy just making a fireball in class? I think he was just bored. I don't know, Dan. But to be on his back, I mean, if I could make a fireball, well, that's Pyro. So Pyro can't make fireballs. He can just, like, control fire. Oh, well, he had a fireball in his hands. So. He had a fireball? Because <laughs> then what's well, the, the lighter? Oh, yeah, Bo- yeah, Bobby freezes it. So oh, that's what we're talking about. So, yeah, because in the comics, they finally say that Iceman's gay. And so Iceman, which he's kind of, I guess he's always been gay. I mean, they kind of make fun of it, too, in that Family Guy episode. Where he's oh, just that like, where, yeah, that's Iceman, where it's just like super friends, and they're just like, where have you been? And it's just a fucking, it's, it's a fucking like ice trail straight to the fucking like gay strip club, and he, at least, you know, they, know at least yeah, they know how to touch a man. At least they know how to touch a man. 
<laughs> Which is funny because he, he ends up being the oh, one girl. Walk away. Yeah, the one <laughs> yeah. girl that can't touch his dick. He just ends up being with her. <laughs> I mean, if you're a gay guy and you're kind of still in the closet, I guess that's the perfect cover, right? Where it's just like, no, 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 it's it's her power. It's complicated. Just don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> and so, um, what happens after that? God, this so much happens in this movie. That's another. Thing. I feel like they cram a lot in this. Yeah, because it's just like yeah, they cram a lot. Yeah, they cram a lot of introductions. Into it. Yeah, like the first half of this movie, which which kind of sucks because it's like I feel like there's certain characters that don't get enough screen time. Like Storm doesn't get enough screen time, and of course we didn't even realize that she was speaking in a Kenyan accent <laughs> until like we hear her. I don't even know what she says. She just says something, and we're just like, holy shit! What the accent? Yeah, actually, that's an accent. That's the only movie she has an accent, and then every other movie they just pretend it doesn't happen. Which is another thing with, like, continuity that they just ignore. <laughs> oh yeah, so so yeah, so for the next scene, um, it shows Senator Kelly getting on. So he's getting on the helicopter. Oh yeah. And uh, this is also the introduction of Mystique, I, I think. And I think this is the first time we see Mystique. And uh, Toad, what's his name? Uh, the Toad. Oh yeah, he's Toad. Yeah, he's, he's Toad. flying the helicopter. Yeah, Toad. But she's she's disguised as his aide. Yeah, one of his aides. Yeah. And she she reveals herself tells him pretty much that, like you're the reason i was afraid to go to school as a child and then i mean she is blue and then knocks and, her out pretty and much. she is a ginger so <laughs> so she wasn't yeah <laughs> yeah she knocks him out and then that's when they take her they take him to magneto's like hideaway place or whatever <laughs> yeah which does not look like it has any central heating like it looks like everything is just out like every time i'm looking at that place i'm like i bet it's so fucking cold in that room i mean even the, win the windows were bars so. yeah the windows are barred i mean i get everything has to be metal but can you at least have like a heater or <laughs> a and space they, heater or so something yeah, so they kind of show his whole group just toad saber tooth and uh, mystique yeah and then i think that's it and yeah, just them. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just them. And that's I mean, when uh, Magneto was was showing. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna show you what pretty much he's about." And he goes up to his. Oh yeah, his uh, machine. Yeah, his machine. And it turns it turns uh, Senator Kelly into a into a mutant. And I guess it's. I think they don't explain the machine at all. No. It's just here's a machine. Turn you can turn into a mutant. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. It just does. And only Magneto can do it. I don't know why or how he can do it, but he he's the only one that can do it. But they end up going more. I don't feel like going more into details about detail about this. But there's like different levels of mutants. Like there's Omega level, which is like I think a top level. I really don't want to go into it. But there's just all these different levels, and I think Magneto's pretty high up there, as far as like mutant powers go. So maybe that's why he's able to do it. But I don't know. It still doesn't make sense. But <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so yeah. So they turn Senator Kelly into uh, into a mutant. Like a, I don't know what he turns into. I don't know what his power. Yeah, is. they don't really touch about that. I mean, I he mean, can he fit can, through the bars. Yeah, he can fit through the bars. He just gets all. He only can swim. swim. Yeah, he can swim. <laughs> he gets skills. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Sabretooth just keeps on fucking up. Remember, he was supposed to bring back Rogue. He was supposed to bring back Rogue the whole time. They they kind of make you th or sort of make you think that they want Wolverine. That Magneto yeah. wants Wolverine for his evil plan. When in reality, they want Rogue. And so it's funny that. Uh, when Sabretooth's supposed to come back with Rogue and he comes back and then Toad is like, weren't you supposed to come back with someone? And he just growls. And then we have this scene where Senator Kelly turns into like, I don't even know what you would call him, a jellyfish? Is he like a jellyfish thing? Or 
I, yeah, I don't even know. What I don't even know what he is, but he can fit through the bars. So, <laughs> so Sabretooth's trying to grab him off the <laughs> he's ledge. He's trying to grab, but he, he, oh, we call him like Mister Fantastic. Oh yeah, because he's like stretching. Yeah, yeah he's like kind of stretching. He's like he's like Diet Fantastic, I guess, <laughs> and so he's he like stretches at the bars, and so. <laughs> He tries grabbing him, and he just keeps on stretching. He keeps on slipping. And he rips his, uh, rips <laughs> he his sleeve grab, off. Yeah, he grabs his sleeve, and it rips off. Just his face. His face when he falls all the way down to the water, like, like crap. I feel like it's even funnier when he just, like, stands up, and he just looks like Magneto, and he just shows <laughs> He's like a fucking dog. He just shows him, like, the fucking rip thing. <laughs> he doesn't say a word. He just shows him that it ripped. And Magneto just looks at him and he's just fucking pissed off. And he's just like, I want to fire this guy. It's like, I'm sure you've been at work before where it's like, I want to fire somebody or somebody should be fired, but there's literally no one else we have to take their spot. So you just fucking deal with it. And I feel like at this point, this is how Magneto is. Where he's just like, I want to fucking fire this guy so bad, but the HR meeting's going to be such a mess. And I just can't. And I only have three... He only has Toad and Mystique. That's it. And so, it's not much of a brother. And I always thought Toad had, like, the dumbest power out of them. I feel like he's pretty good in this, so... I mean, Sabretooth's definitely the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Just just as a kid, I used to watch, like, why does he have a good power? I mean, he's a Toad. He just does Toad things. I mean, he's a bird in the the scene. He's got, like, a long tongue. He can split split that slime shit. And he can can jump. jump. Yeah, he can jump. Oh, he can stick on walls. Yeah, he can't. Can he stick on walls? Yeah, well, in the in the. Oh yeah, they show him. The train station or airport scene. Yeah, he's sitting on the thing. Oh yeah, he he pulls off. He pulls off Cyclops' uh, goggles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did with his tongue too. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, he's pretty useful in that. He's more. He's more useful. That, that, is farther, that is yeah. farther. That uh, is Yeah, yeah, it's farther. It's all right. It doesn't matter. So. If we if we're not fo- if they don't follow continuity, we don't have to follow their own timeline, their own shitty timeline. So the way it ends, yeah, so- <laughs> just jump all over the place. I got oh um, that that's what happens too. Where Rogue is, Rogue is trying to Rogue Wolverine. He's he stays the night at the X Mansion. Yeah, because Professor X is like, give me forty eight hours to figure out what's wrong, and I'll piece back your memory together. And in case anybody's listening who's never heard of the character Wolverine before, he doesn't have his memory. So, like, he gets his adamantium skeleton, his claws, his metal claws, and then he just loses his memory. And so they say, give me 48 hours and Professor X will do everything he can to help piece back his memory together. And he's having, like, this... He's having a PTSD dream. He has kind of, like, a lot of PTSD. Yeah, he gets, he's having that memory Yeah, of what had happened to him at the... Of the procedure, yeah. yeah. So, where they inject him with something or he's kind of strapped to a table and so he wakes up and just claws out there and just stabs rogue right through the chest so the thing that threw me off when i first saw this even like even i watched it again he wakes up sits up looks at rogue and then stabs her (laughs) it's not like a wake up stab it's i sat up looked at her thought about it for a second and then i stabbed her and (laughs) sorry i was just dreaming (laughs) <laughs> I mean, oh, it, it would have been funnier if it was like Cyclops or just because oh, he hates Cyclops. He he wants to bang Jean Grey like definitely, and and then and this is a part of the movie as well where you learn uh, about Rogue being able to absorb another. Yeah, that's power. when that's when it's finally like established in the movie where she can she can borrow if she touches a mutant she can borrow their powers basically, and so she touches Logan or Wolverine and absorbs his healing power. 
and then that's when she's able to you know heal the the three holes in her chest and so (laughs) and then wolverine ends up being like he ends up being like in a coma for like a while okay did they say how long (laughs) um I don't remember. I always I, feel like it's three days, but I, I just remember. know he was like, it felt like she killed me. And yeah. Professor Rex is like, if she held on any longer, she pretty she much could, could have. have killed you. Yeah. So, which they're not even sure how, like, Wolverine's not even sure how old he is. Yeah. He's just pretty old. Only so. because his memory's just Yeah, his memory's gone. gone. Yeah. And that's something else, too, from the, comp, like, with the Weapon X program. They, like, any, everyone who's part of that Weapon X program, like Sabretooth and just a bunch of others I can't remember, they give you, like, false memories. So they implant memories in your head. So even if they have memories, they don't know if it's like actually real or not. And so they explore that more in the '90s cartoon for sure, like a lot more. But that's like a long series too, kind of. It was on for a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. So, um, so we now know Magneto's plan. He wants to turn everyone into a mutant, and <laughs> anyone who doesn't turn into a mutant, fuck them. And, and so, oh, uh, Rogue runs away. I forgot. Well, she what? she runs away because Mystique oh somehow shows up at the, the how did mansion. She, how does she know about the drama there? I mean, she must be a and, student there. And yeah, and, and she 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 changes into the guy that Rogue normally talks to. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, and pretty you much know, tells her you need to run away because everyone's scared of you. Mystique feels like Roger from American Dad, where he just has all this <laughs> personnel, all these disguises everywhere at once. Yeah, and best. it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's funny. It's like, how do you know about the drama that's happening there unless you're already a student there? And it's like, if you're already a student there, how have you been the, the aide of the senator for months? Because they mentioned that where yeah. his aide, has Henry or whatever his name is, has been dead for months. So it's like, how have you been able to do school and have a full-time job while working for a senator <laughs> that moves from state to state? That's what I want to know. But we'll never get That's her true mutant power. Organization skills. <laughs> She's just Roger. She's very detailed oriented. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm very detailed oriented. So yeah, she tells. Would she tell Rogue like just run away basically? Yeah, pretty yeah. much run away. Like, you, you never. You can't be here. And I like how she's like, or Mystique is saying you you you're not supposed to use your mutant powers on another mutant. It's like, what the fuck has been going on this first part of the movie? Like that happens so many times. Like. Like, Cyclops shoots Sabretooth with his powers. Sabretooth uses his powers to, you know, beat the shit out of Wolverine. So, <laughs> so obviously that doesn't matter, but I guess it's a boy she likes, so. She but then again, it. like, Rogue's already, she's already in that kind of mind of where she doesn't know what's happening. She doesn't really know herself. So I feel like just because someone's there, kind of reinforcing that thought, maybe she yeah, doesn't belong. I guess, so. yeah. And then... So she she leaves, and then of course, in Iceman's eyes, you see the 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 yellow the yellow eyes, where it's like, oh, yeah. that's mystique. Obviously, that's mystique because of the yellow eyes. So, um, she runs away, and what happens after she runs away? I don't even know. Well, that's when they go. That's when she goes to the train station. Uh, Logan comes in, and oh, that's about... right. Oh, even I think there was a scene before that. I can't. Oh well, because it shows Xavier Rex inside the room looking for her. Oh, that's right, Xavier. That's when for they her. first show the uh-huh. uh, the room. What is it called? Cerebro. Yeah, Cerebro. Yeah, Cerebro. 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 Yeah. Cerebro. Yeah. So, <laughs> sure. That's right. So they find her, and that's when they're at the train station. That's when, um, fucking Toad takes Cyclops's vision away, and then Triple H. Is that Triple H? A saber tooth. Is that who that is? I, I think know. that's Triple H. I don't know who that is, but it's some ridiculous eyebrows. Oh know. man! It's just every time. You know, it's funny because you don't notice it, but when you when you notice it, you can't stop. You, you need to shave those. Yeah, things. those those Trim things are. Down. 
I don't know who approved that, but <laughs> it looks like they did. It looks like he has. I mean, it is in in in, in the sense, but it looks like someone just took some glue and some random hair they found. They ran out of budget. They're just like, here you go, you're fucking good. <laughs> That's why we hired a tall guy who already looks like a fucking animal. Like, <laughs> just give him eyebrows and a wig. Is he in a wig? I imagine he's in a wig. Yeah. So they have this fight scene. Oh, and uh, he, he says they're um, storm. He's like, scream for me. Which is a little, oh a little yeah, rapey. yeah. He says it sounds like <laughs> yeah, very rapey. rapey. Well, I guess apparently in the comics he like rapes Wolverine's girlfriend, or it's not like confirmed, but it's a, it's hinted at. So, I don't know. Man. It gets complicated. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much shit. <laughs> but uh, oh man, so they're at the train station. Oh, this is a pretty cool scene. Is when Magneto takes all the, the guns, or even before that, where he he's trying to. He's trying to get Rogue, and then Wolverine gets up, and that's when he, like, you know, stops Wolverine's body all the way and, like, starts opening up his claws, like, diagonal or sideways. Yeah. And pushes him out, and then he uses a metal, a metal tranquilizer gun or whatever to stab Rogue and knock her out. Well, isn't the, the very next scene from that scene is the, is the, the gun, gun scene. scene, yeah. But wasn't it daytime when he was taking Rogue off the train? You know, I don't know. I what? thought it was daytime, because when he comes out the building, it's nighttime. Maybe it was twilight? I don't know. They were talking for a while. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, I guess. Like... <laughs> yeah, a few hour while? I don't know about that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we have that scene. So we have Toad, and... I mean, the X-Men, they get their asses kicked a lot. Like, just all of them. And I feel like the powers of the X-Men are much better than... Yeah, they than, are. Other than the Magneto. I mean, you can control the fucking weather, and you can't beat a guy who's a fucking Toad. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, his name is Toad, and you can't fucking beat a guy named Toad. How did she not suffocate when she had the thing spit in her face? I don't know. Oh, you mean uh, Jean Grey? Yeah, because well, yeah. when she pulls it off, she's like... <gasps> yeah, she's like, oh my god. Like, like I can finally breathe. But she seemed to have been know. in that state for a while. I feel like... So, with the director, Brian Singer, he, he directs the first X-Men, he directs the second one, and then he doesn't do the third one. And then he directs... Days of Future Past, which is the one I like, and but apparently when he uh, he got offered the role to direct this movie like three times, and he said no because he thought comic books were stupid, and then it, I guess apparently he read them and he watched like a X Men movie or something, and he thought it was good all of a sudden, but I feel like with this movie he doesn't really understand these characters as much as he does like later on down the road, because he doesn't really. Like, some don't get, like, as much spotlight. I get it's a lot of characters you're trying to balance through, but I feel like he doesn't understand them as much because there's certain things... Or they get underplayed a lot, and maybe that's just because of budget reasons, but I feel like you're just a guy who... He wasn't really a fan of it, and he just did it, and he didn't really fully understand these these characters and what it is that, you know, kind of makes them tick. But, I don't know. That's just me. And, <laughs> and so... But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so that next scene is really cool. So they the, have all the yeah, police the outside. Scene. Um, oh, Professor X takes, uh, he takes control of Sabretooth and Toad. That's right, Sabretooth grabs Magneto's throat. Yeah, he grabs and he's throat. talking through him. Yeah. You know what I don't get? Why don't just knock off his helmet if you control Sabretooth? That's like, true. Yeah, like, why not just knock off his helmet, like, and just do it that way? But I guess that's kind of his attitude, is just, like, I shouldn't have to control people, even though I can. Plus, I bet it's a lot of work. And he's just like, no. And <laughs> yeah, so that's when he grabs his neck, and then that's when um, Magneto 
he, he like turns up the cars, turns them all around, takes all their guns, and they're pointing at each at the police officers. And then he fires a bullet, and then it just goes straight into the, it goes into that guy's head. But it kind of like it's slow motion. Yeah, he stops it. Spinning still. Yeah, I mean that effect looks all right, but then when you take like a closer look at it, you're just like, oh man, like. <laughs> I don't. And the other thing, I don't know why that guy just didn't back out. Like he just didn't back up. Away yeah, that's from the what. I, that's what I was wondering too. <laughs> just walk fucking backwards. I mean, just walk. I mean, just do it. And it's spinning really fast. So I feel like it's it, spinning. It, it would have. It would have just burned his burned his forehead anyway. Yeah, which didn't make it sound like it burned him. Yeah. Oh man. I don't yeah. Know. They should just backed up. Yeah. I guess maybe they don't do a lot of their powers just because of budget reasons too. And but, it's hard. yeah. So in the end. Professor Rex kind of gives up. Yeah, he, he lets them go because um, I think... Oh, Magneto says, just kill him. You know, he, he calls him on his bluff. Oh, yeah. He's like, go ahead. You might as well. I'm not going to stop, so you might as well just kill me. And, and then it just doesn't do anything. Just doesn't do anything. <laughs> he lets him leave. And then they leave in uh, Senator Kelly's helicopter, which apparently no one's noticed that he's been gone or that <laughs> he's been missing. Um, but he does, he does turn up on that beach, and that's when we see he's like butt-ass naked on that beach. And he has gills. Did you see that? Yeah. He yeah, gills. he had gills. So, I don't know. That's why I didn't know what he was. Like, yeah, I didn't know what fish. he was. Yeah. So, he had gills, and then he um, he's naked. He grabs the robe or whatever, and then eventually he ends up back. He ends up at the at the X-Mansion. Because he's, oh, like, right. he's looking for Dr. Jean Grey. Because he's just like, no one will take him in. Because he's, you know, a mutant, I guess. And so... <laughs> oh, yeah, and this is a... Uh... Where he explodes pretty much. On the... Oh yeah. Well, they they read his mind and they find out what, uh, mutant, what Magneto's plan is. Oh, that's right. They find out what Magneto's plan is. It's like turn everyone into a mutant. Anyone who doesn't get turned into a mutant or ends up dying from this procedure, just fuck them. Doesn't matter. And so, he, um, they read his mind. They find that out and they find out like this machine nearly it nearly killed Magneto because it drained him so much and that's why he wants Rogue because he wants to transfer his power to Rogue, and then let Rogue basically use the machine and then sacrifice her to kill basically everyone except all the mutants. I guess I guess my other confusion is how does, how does Magneto know about Rogue? That's what I was wondering, too, because he doesn't have a Cerebro or I mean, anything I guess he like helped, that. They, they say he helped uh, Professor X build it. Yeah, he did, but, but he did, doesn't have... Did he know about Rogue yeah, this whole time? I don't... No, there's no way. I or mean, did unless... he just assume that there was some mutant out in the ether somewhere that had this kind of power? I mean, he had to know about her because, you know, he sent Sabretooth to go bring her back, and he knew exactly where she was, so... Yeah, so that's... Oh, you know what, though? Mystique's probably at that school, but... Because Cyclops, Cyclops knew where to... where to where to get her. I guess that's true. Well, I mean, I mean, then again, Mystique's Professor there. X is there, so... Yeah, that's true. He would have read her mind. Yeah, why didn't he read Mystique's mind? I mean, maybe... I don't know. I don't, just, I don't know. He dude. doesn't know. Just don't think about it. It's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just don't think. It. It's our first X-Men movie ever. <laughs> just, don't, just don't think about it. But Let's just say, read the mind. He's not feeling very well yeah. after that fact. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what else happens? Oh, yeah. He, he tries to find them. And that's when we find out, or Mystique poisoned like Cerebro. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she. they don't explain that either. It's just some black shit they... <laughs> She like injects in there and then that's it. Like it just <laughs> put, yeah, he puts it on his head and then it's yeah, just... he's like yeah, they don't explain that either. Like, I guess just questions you don't ask. But <laughs> so yeah, they don't explain that either. And he just passes out. I like how in that next scene when he's laying down on the table, there's just all these fucking pads on his head. Like there's just so many pads on his head. Like he because his head's so important. 
There's none on his legs because his legs are done. And <laughs> but um, oh, we're all talking about was it Senator Kelly? Yeah, Senator yeah. Kelly. So they read his mind. They find out what's happening, and then that's when they say, you know, yeah, he was able to turn him to a mutant, but it's not working because I guess his oh, his body is yeah, yeah. rejecting the mutation. So every cell in his body is rejecting the mutation. So it's not turning. It turns people into mutants for a short time. But then he ends up turning into I don't know what he turns into. He just he he starts he starts fucking like leaking. He He's starts like leaking, leaking yeah, like water or something. And uh, storm, storm or uh, yeah, Halle Berry's there with him. Yeah, she's hot um. in the scene too. She looks good. So yeah, he's like I don't want to be alone, and so you know he she holds his hand, and that's when he's like fucking you know just talking about like. If she's afraid of being, or if she's afraid of people, or whatever it is, yeah. and she's like sometimes, and then he starts, you know, he says, "Well, you have one less person to be afraid of," and he just starts, he just, I don't know what the fuck, he fucking just like explodes into water, and I feel like that's a pretty cool scene for, especially in the time it came out. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty. Like, it just fucking turns into water, and that shit probably got all over Storm's clothes, and you know that's not coming out. Like, <laughs> You know she's gonna have to fucking dump those clothes. <laughs> so does that mean? Like, I'm just curious. So he turns into straight up water. So does, I don't know if it's water. You just well, it, it's clear. It's clear. It looks like it's, water. It's, it's just water. water. Some water. So food. does he not have blood or anything else, or does he just turn into like? He just I mean, his body. His water. cell. They said every single cell is rejecting the mutation process. So he just turns into water. He just turns or into whatever water. Clear liquid yeah. Is. So. Yeah, I guess whatever clear liquid. And he's the only one that has that happen to him because, you know, I guess spoiler alert, you know, Magneto's plan doesn't work. The X-Men, <laughs> you know what I mean? The X-Men are able to prevail and everything. Yeah, and, what what movie yeah. has the bad guy playing succeed? Yeah, so, and I'm not even sure, is this thing supposed to affect the whole entire world or? Is it just New York? Is it just New York? Yeah. Right? They're in New York, right? They're in New York, yeah. They're in New York. They're somewhere in New York. But, yeah, so, Senator Kelly's dead. He's gone. Um, I don't think they bring him back in any sort of timeline, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we'll wait till the next movie comes out, uh, which yeah. Um, then they they suit up, and they're gonna go find. They're gonna go try and stop Magneto in his plan, yeah. which is gonna happen at the Statue of Liberty. And so, just, just for some, I guess you know what? honestly they could have made it in the city, yeah, where been... everyone's around because they do it at night and there's no one on. Yeah, I'm still that... confused about. Is it supposed to reach the whole entire planet, or just New York? And I mean, apparently, there's like all these officials. Maybe they're trying to because there's like a party going on. Well, you know what? In these movies, whatever city they're in is the world. Yeah, that's time, true. So. That's true. If it so, affected your city, it affected the world. <laughs> so they they go into the Statue of Liberty, and of course, they run into they run into Mystique. They run into all. They basically run into all three of them. And they just they kind of they get their they get their ass kicked the whole entire yeah. movie. It's not until this ending scene that they finally are able to you know not get their ass kicked. <laughs> some stroke of luck though it seems. To yeah, be. so you've got oh man, well I don't even know what the first scene was. I think you got the Mystique scene. Yep, she you turns got, into Wolverine. She turns into Wolverine, and so you know the, what, the thing that confused me in that scene is when he chops off her claws. Yeah, and she screams. She does scream. But in the later scene. When they show her as a whole, like she's not missing anything. Yeah, or... she's not. I mean, so how did that hurt? Like, what did he hurt? Maybe it's probably like her shape shifting powers. Maybe it just turned into something that was a part of her. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just <laughs> like don't ask questions. Question. Yeah, don't, don't, don't ask questions. It just hurt her, and she has her fingers. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so they're fighting, and I mean, how do you think the fight scene is? It's okay. I mean... The, the one with Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine and Mystique. Mystique. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I mean... She does that thing where she, like, kicks him, and she lands on the ground, and she just, like, licks her lips. She, like... Beat, like, she, she like beats his ass in this she scene. does beat his ass yeah why does she um, lick her lips on that scene she just like kicks him and then just lays down and just like licks her she like licks her lips and it's like um <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe she's in the Wolverine I, I guess well, I think they make out like in the second movie I think they do I think they do so she probably is and then she does so they fight and then she does that weird like walk backwards thing oh yeah, yeah which yeah. is obviously like at the time I'm like oh that's so cool and now I'm just like okay you cut off half her body. Someone's up there with a fucking rope and just pulling her <laughs> while she's walking backwards on a pole. And so, um, God. And then we have Sabretooth and Toad, and they go against, I think, because they get, they get blocked off. Like, Wolverine Mystique, they end up in a different section. And it's Sabretooth and Toad that go against Storm, Cyclops, and Mystique. And then, is that? No, no, no. It's just Toad. They just go against Toad. Yes. Yeah, and Sabretooth is with uh, Magneto this yeah, whole time. And yeah. Toad, Toad is just kind of giving them the business. <laughs> he is fucking them up. Like, it's three against one. He's going against a telekinetic, some chick who can control the weather, and a guy named Cyclops. And, and so, and he's Toad. And he's just fucking going to town on that. And even in that scene when they're like, even in an earlier scene, because he has, like, that jumping power. He can jump like a toad. Yeah. But in that train station scene, he just, like, completely crushes one of the fucking, like, uh, one of the benches in the train station when he lands on it. And even when they're sneaking into the uh, Statue of Liberty, he's jumping on the guards. And I'm like, oh, he broke their fucking backs. Those guys are dead. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then also in this, this was also the scene where he spits that thing in Virginia's oh, yeah. face. Yeah, because he's jumping around. And then she jumps, and then Jean Grey stops him, and then he just she just spits on her face. Yeah. And she's, like, suffocating. I mean, what, what was she expecting? Like, she just froze him in the air. Yeah. She's like, oh, we won? Yeah. And she should have known he she has wasn't the tongue. Ex- she yeah. knows he has the tongue thing. She, she wasn't expecting that. He could have probably knocked her out the tongue. Yeah. That's I feel like... I mean, they're supposed to be the most experienced X-Men, but... They seem to be really bad at Yeah. <laughs> they really kind of pull a couple things out. They just happen to win. <laughs> and so... I think Storm gets knocked down like an elevator shaft, and then that's where like Toad grabs the uh, the pole and he does his little dancing move. Yeah, the guy who plays Toad, he plays Darth Maul too in Star oh. Wars. Yeah, okay. so he that. plays. Yeah, he plays Darth Maul. He's like a martial artist too, or he is a martial artist. So yeah, so he beats the shit out of all of them, and it is until Storm gets pissed off, and that's when. You know, she's blowing the wind and everything. And... Her her line to oh. Toad was so stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I expected her to say something creative or unique, but it's just, do you know what happens when a Toad is struck by lightning? <laughs> and he's got his he's got his tongue wrapped around a pole, so it's just kind of like. So I'm waiting for I something. Mean, you can't, I mean, you can't say he, he, she could have said, "Cat's got your tongue," or. But then she said, "Same thing. Same thing yeah, that does everything yeah, else." Yeah. And then he gets electrocuted. Oh, they could have, they could have, they could have loved the scene. They could have loved that line. So I mean, she obviously kills him. So, oh, so we. Yeah, I mean, he never comes. He never ever comes back. Which, is the part that confused. It's like, why don't you bring those people back? Like, why don't you bring Toad back? Or why don't you bring? They're not popular. Yeah, I mean, Sabretooth was pretty popular, wasn't he? I mean, I I guess he was a lot. He was in the he was in the cartoon a lot. He was in the cartoon a lot. So, but 
Yeah, so Toad's dead as far as I guess we're concerned or no. He doesn't come back. He doesn't ever come back. And then... Um, they end up getting the trapped by Magneto. Mystique gets... Yeah, Mystique gets stabbed. She gets stabbed in the... In, like, the chest... No, she gets stabbed, like, in the stomach. Oh, yeah, the stomach. It yeah, because Mystique tries to confuse him. And then, of course, Wolverine's smelling power is only convenient. You know, it, it only <laughs> it only works when it want to works in this movie. You know? And... <laughs> I... I <laughs> It only works when it want to work. No one notices that there's two fucking Icemen walking around or, <laughs> or anything. Or <laughs> And so, stabs her. She turns into a couple different people. That's a pretty pretty bad CGI effect because I'm just like, that is all computer right there. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty bad. So, she uh, she ends up falling down. She doesn't, she doesn't die. Spoiler alert. You know, they're just like, let's keep Mystique. And... So then they all regroup, and that's when Cyclops sees Wolverine. Or Cyclops is able to shoot the green shit off of Jean Grey's yeah. face. Yeah, with, like, with like some low Yeah, he brought laser. it down to a low setting. So he brought it down to a low setting. Well, that's part of his powers, too. It's not supposed to like catch things on fire. It's supposed to be just like blunt force hitting you. Is it like set to stun? <laughs> I guess, yes. Set phasers to stun. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, it only hit, it literally only explodes the thing off her face. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And uh, does nothing else. But does I, I'd imagine this thing, else. like, blowing a hole through her face. Just fucking, it. it's cool. I got on the lowest <laughs> setting. Don't fucking do it. Just like, it's cool. I got it. Like, just half her fucking head's Like, just so I'm, ass- I'm assuming he's done something like that before to know that he wasn't going to hurt her. He just fucking kills her. Just like, not again. Like, if I- <laughs> Oh, my God. And so... <laughs> just i got on low it's cool i've done this before (laughs) oh my god and uh god i I don't know with this movie is it good would you say it's good Um, i'm watching it now would you say it's good i would say any good i would say it's not bad it's okay oh yeah i would say it's okay it's i wouldn't say it's like amazing or really good or really great it's it's like good (laughs) i think part of that too is just think about the superhero movie we just got avengers affinity war which was you know really heavy action set and every it was just all these things right yeah it was just i i would i would love to watch avengers affinity war again over this movie but i think that's just it's just such a time difference you know it's 18 years later and you have 18 years worth of effects and a lot bigger budget and, and a lot more characters but i don't know but anyways so oh yeah that's when cyclops they find wolverine and he he has his visor and then he like puts it he like you know presses the button to his visor and cyclops or you know wolverine's like it's me and cyclops is like prove it he's like you're a dick and apparently that's <laughs> yeah enough. cyclops is just like okay it's you like <laughs> you're like okay it's you and so after that, they they go up to the Statue of Liberty because um, Toad's gone, Mystique's down, and that's when Sabretooth comes in. And not even just Sabretooth. Wolverine's just like, you guys should leave. And they're just like, why? He's like, because I can't move my body because Magneto's there. Oh, yeah. And I feel like maybe you shouldn't have sent the guy whose entire skeleton is made out of fucking, you know, unbreakable metal to go fight the guy that, you know can control metal <laughs> and then the other thing like the other thing in that scene so magneto is not even in the room so he doesn't see them but yet he's able to at, like pretty much attach them to the wall with all the metal in the room well as i if guess he can see them 
I, maybe he does me i guess he kind of comes in from the back comes from from behind and he like know. rips off the side of the of yeah the thing just to come in he oh does he do that i don't know i don't know just don't ask questions just <laughs> <laughs> don't ask don't ask any questions Daniel. just just enjoy this this 18 year old movie for what it's worth yes yeah, so but, so they're but, in they're in there all up on, all up on the wall wrapped with metal he takes cyclops uh glasses off oh yeah because he's facing gene yeah Gray. oh he puts um he pins wolverine to the wall and then he puts his arm straight to his chest yeah and like um his forearms have to be straight because if his forearms aren't straight then his claws are just gonna go like through his wrist or something like that okay uh, that's like how his claws work i don't know <laughs> just don't ask questions <laughs> that's just how they work okay all right that's just how it does all right <laughs> and so um, they're all pinned against there and they're just like storm fry him and he's just like right go ahead and send a lightning bolt into like this you know huge metal thing you know this huge metal conducted you know place and then I mean I was like I thought you worked at a school <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like you know she could do other things there's more to storm than she just have bloom lighting. out of the yeah wind. wind power or even with like Gene Gray, I mean, you're a telekinetic, and don't you think you can maybe like push him a little bit? Or <laughs> you know, I mean, her her powers in this though they're very they're very tamed down. They're very they make her seem like she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, and they're supposed to be like the originals, but I think that might be budget or it's got to be but may hopefully it's budget because because <laughs> it's just like there's so much shit you can do, and you're just like. You know, I feel like in the in the writing room, they're just like, oh, we've never really written for characters. You know, they're just like, we've never really written these characters before. If they're not fans, they're just like, maybe we could just have her move something, you know? like and So if, if Cyclops turns his eyes to his peripherals, will he shoot the lasers oh, sideways? Like, oh, I, don't ask questions. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't ask questions like that. You know. You know better. <laughs> but that is a very good question. I don't know. I mean, it's got to, like... They come out his... I'm assuming pupils. I mean, they come out of his eyes. I mean, that, but when he no, his eyes have to. His eyes are probably okay because when he closes his eyes, they don't go through his eyelids. You know. I know, but what I'm saying is, if he looks over at Magneto with his like looking sideways, oh, it's I think it's just I don't know how that works, Daniel. I think it's just it's just a ton of fucking beams that just go straight out. It would totally fuck Dream Jean Grey up though, like. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think it would work with his peripherals. Peripherals. How do you say that? Peripherals. <laughs> peripherals. Peripherals. But Storm could do a lot. Like Jean Grey could do other stuff. Cyclops, I could be like, okay, he's not going anywhere. Wolverine, I'm just like, okay, he's not going anywhere, anywhere. But Storm, like, you can, I don't know, make a storm. In something. the yeah, <laughs> make something. a weather cloud. Yeah, get, be useful. Maybe like just make it rain hail, like just a shit ton of hail. The biggest size hail you can get. But. Also, too, you can't really... That hails a lot of money, you know? <laughs> they're, out of, we're out of... We're out of money at that point, so... <laughs> Director Brian Singer's just like, we're out of money. We don't got shit like... You don't... No. Just, just don't ask questions. It's fine. So, they start going up, and... Yeah, Magneto leaves. Yeah, Magneto leaves Sabretooth there. You know, his of course, most, the Yeah, the one the fuck up. <laughs> and that's when Wolverine's just like, he's had it. He stabs himself with his claws straight through the chest and then he just falls straight down because it breaks the metal off of him i don't know yeah i guess i don't know how that works he just falls straight down and so of course he heals 
then him and Sabretooth get into that fight, and then they end up on the front of the Statue of Liberty, or on the top of the Statue of Liberty. Oh my god. And then that's when he does that fucking, <laughs> what would you even call that move? It's like a 360, so, with I guess... his claws on like the fucking Statue of Liberty's fucking pointy hat. So, like... so I guess if you've never seen this movie, if you think of someone in gymnastics who on the bars, when they do a full rotation around yeah. the ball with their hands, so imagine like you have your claw through like some beam and you spun around it with your claw <laughs> but you cut it off you cut off the top yeah you got yeah i'm not sure how that worked that was they, i think that was in the trailers too all three of his claws are through it right i think so yeah because it cuts off one chunk and not three different chunks yeah or two different chunks yeah i don't know how daniel don't ask you know questions it, it, <laughs> was, it was that i'm not gonna lie the scene was really really bad <laughs> It looked it looked horrible, and they did one. it in slow motion too, so you could look at it longer. Like, oh my god, it was just—I <laughs> mean, I don't want to give the. I feel like with I feel like any movie now, where it's just any movie we do, and it's older. It's like, well, it was a different time. No, I remember watching. Like, it. I remember watching it when when I first watched. It. I remember still thinking at the time that scene was like a little ridiculous I looking. Know. I feel like this movie's like your racist grandpa. You're just like, it's a different time, so it's okay for them to, you know. It's like, no, no, it's not okay. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not okay. and uh, I know last time we were like, yeah, the Starship Troopers, you know, the CGI was so good it at was the time. Made, but, yeah. you know, this was this movie was made uh, three years later than that. And I feel like the CGI in Starship Troopers was better than the CGI yeah, at that scene. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. The CGI in the rest of X-Men was better than the CGI in that scene. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with this movie anymore. Let's 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 finish this. Up. Let's finish this movie. <laughs> so, so, oh my god! So they fucking they end up back in the Statue of Liberty. How does Sabretooth die? Does he get blasted by lightning? Um, oh no! no. He he, he, he he gets the visor. Yeah, she Jean Grey uh, holds the visor up, tells Cyclops to open his eyes, and then it goes through the visor, and then it hits. Sabretooth, and um, and then he falls into like into a boat in the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so I'm assuming he must be dead. Too. Yeah, because he <laughs> never ever comes back. And then when he does come back in X Men Origin Wolverines, everything's fucked up. The timeline's <laughs> weird, and he's a different he's a different actor. He's he's Liv Schreiber in that, and so, which is funny because it's like, well, Sabretooth has a healing factor. You know, he can heal not as fast as Wolverine can, but he can still heal. Which and, I'm assuming he must have just healed and. Away he somewhere. was like, I hate this. I hate this gig. I keep on. <laughs> he was like, he was like the CGI in that last scene, which He's is like, so I'm bad. Never about. Back. I'm never coming back. <laughs> so after that, um, Magneto has Rogue. Magneto gives Rogue or er, his powers, and then she just like, she's touching the thing, and you know, the, the, just, the, the whole yeah, everyone's white stuff's coming yeah, out the of there. White stuff. It's like plasma white. Yeah, plasma? I guess I would. I, I guess I would call it. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I think that's really. I mean, it looks like the in- the, the colors from the intro, from the opening scene. That's really, like a blob, like... like uh... I don't know what it is. It's the 21st century, Daniel. <laughs> That's what that is. It's the 21st century. So it's getting closer. Uh, they're like, we gotta stop this. Wolverine's like, send me up there. Oh, yeah, send- <laughs> so the whole plan, Storm's gonna send wind in, which I don't know why she didn't do that earlier to, like, blow someone away, but... And then Jean Grey is going to use her shitty teleconnect, or at least in this movie, it's kind of shitty, to steady him, which barely even <laughs> fucking worked. She barely even steadies him, because when he gets to the top, 
he's just like floating. He's like, oh shit. And, like, and so I feel like in this movie, they're just like, let's just have a half a plan and let's see where this goes. Like, and Wolverine's like, fuck it, I don't care. I can't die, really. So, so they, uh, Magneto's, Magneto's weak at this point. Yeah, Magneto's weak at this point, and Wolverine's up there, so he, he starts using... Of course, they send the metal guy up there. <laughs> send the metal guy up there to deal with a guy who can control metal. Like, I mean, you could have sent Cyclops up there, and he could just blast it real quick, but... Oh, so that's the other thing. Cyclops wants to shoot Magneto up there. Or, or I think he just wants to blast... Or no. Yeah, he wants to shoot Magneto. He wants to shoot Magneto. But they're telling him, no, you are you can't because you might... No, I think Cyclops, they want him to, I think Wolverine says, shoot the fucking uh, the little spinny thing that turns non-mutants into mutants. Oh. And he's like, I can't because Rogue is in there, and if I do it, it could kill her. I could hit her, and it could kill her or something. And so, I don't know. They just, they, I they swear, I swear, because he, he kept saying, I have a shot, and they were telling that's him. That's later, yeah. So yeah. later, um, that's when Magneto's trying to stab the thing. He's trying to stab the thing. So he's trying to stab the thing, the little swirly thing. I don't know what you would call it. The thing that turns people into mutants. And uh, Magneto stopping him, which I don't get where... I mean, I guess. He still has enough power to stop him. And he's kind of going through, and that's when Cyclops is like, I have a shot. I'm they taking tell, it. They tell him no, though. I thought that was earlier. I don't know. Don't ask questions, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, like... I mean, he's very accurate when he can shoot the thing off, or, what, off Jean Grey's face. But, yeah. uh, but when it comes to having to shoot something from over there... That's when it's the no no. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe set it to stun. Like I don't know. I, I guess you could do that. Do you yeah. Just, yeah, set it to stun. So anyway, he shoots Magneto. Man, there's a lot of holes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Ma- Magneto falls. Uh, Wolverine busts the. Oh, Rogue's hair turns white. Oh yeah. In case you weren't aware of how that happened, I guess that's how that happened in this movie. And and of course the white the white plasma thing is like right on the verge of getting into New York City and it just stops and then disappears and does no one does no one notice this is this visible to everybody no they, they show like that party happening I'm assuming it's like politi- political I know but do they, 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 they see it happening I think that yeah they see it happening because they start running remember I apparently I don't remember oh yeah <laughs> they start running don't worry about it <laughs> they just don't ask it's fine it's fine <laughs> so they uh they run, they run away, and oh my god, I'm so tired. I don't know what to do with this movie anymore. <laughs> there's so, at first I was like, there's going to be so much to talk about, and now I'm just like, there's so many holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, Wolverine has Rogue. <laughs> so Wolverine has Rogue, and she's like about to die, and he's like, I'll give you my powers. And so he touches her, and, and then happens. she's able, yeah, she, well, she's able, able, she, heals, she heals, she heals from it. And so, um, oh, and then he falls, like, on the ground. That's when, like, all his cuts show up and everything. And then, next scene that we have, I think they're back at the mansion. Yeah, and, uh... And Wolverine, oh, they tell Wolverine, you know, some sort of, uh, campsite or whatever. Not even a campsite, some sort of dam, like, up in Canada, that is where, apparently, like, the experiment happened, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know. I stopped paying attention, I think, at this moment, because I, I was ready I don't for the movie to be over. But you reminded me of a scene that we never actually brought up. Oh, God, uh, what was it? The scene where... We're, in the la- we're about to hit the last scene of the movie. <laughs> what do I... you have to bring up? Like... 
<laughs> the one where, where they where uh, you see uh, Cyclops and what's your face in they're looking for a vehicle. He's like, "Where's my bike?" <laughs> oh, he steals his bike. That's right. I forgot. There's like a turbo button on the bike. Oh yeah, and he goes so fast, and it, the effect is so funny because it's just like it looks like an animation. Like it's just. He's just going. I don't know why I just thought of that right now. Well, because at the end, when he's at the mansion, oh, he's, he has he's, the bike he's leave. He steals Cyclops' bike again. <laughs> and so he keeps on trying to steal Cyclops. He, he does steal Cyclops' bike. So he says bye to Rogue, and they, and then he leaves. Yeah, tells him and, to stay there. Yeah, stay there. Stay there. I mean... Be good. Don't do drugs. Yeah, don't do <laughs> drugs. I mean, I know you can't touch people, and I imagine being high sounds better than... <laughs> Anyways, so... He goes, and then we finish off. The final scene of the movie is where Magneto is, or uh, Professor X is visiting Magneto in plastic jail. Oh, yeah. So they're in plastic jail. And so Magneto's either playing plastic chess or glass chess or whatever it is, and he's in this prison. And then, I don't even know what they talk about. They talk about, like, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they talk about what they talk about in all the movies. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they talk about Magneto's like, oh no, I'll be back. They'll, they'll eventually humanity will betray you. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna have another plan that's gonna try and turn people into mutants or something else. Um, blah blah blah. And then Professor X is like, we'll always be there to stop you because humanity will always prevail. And it's like, I don't know, man. This is kind of a rough movie. <laughs> and then it ends. I don't even know if that happens, but <laughs> but they, they stay they stay good friends. I guess they're they're frenemies. Oh, that's what they are. They're frenemies. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're frenemies. <laughs> oh my God! So that's the X Men movie, the year two thousand. You know, at first, I feel like nostalgia held this movie pretty high for me, and I was like, "This is still a good movie. This is still." And I tried telling myself that the whole time watching. And I guess it still is a good movie. You let there, you, you let it get away with a lot of things if it's an older movie. But there's just so many holes, and I'm just like, wait, what about this, or what about that? I mean, it's still a movie, all the movies, or at least majority of them, with X-Men in general, they're all about discrimination, you know, to a certain extent. And they're about all those things. And, you know, it's interesting what they did with Rogue. And even with this movie, this storyline, or this plotline, is an original story. So this actually isn't something that comes from a comic book. All the other ones follow something that comes from a comic book. This is one that's mostly an original story. And, yeah, that's our X-Men movie right there. Do you have anything you want to say about this movie? Do you uh, want to give it a rating? I don't well, even know if I want to give it a rating. Well, it's not a dumpster fire, and uh, it's yeah. not, like, your favorite movie, whatever it might be. <laughs> Would you watch it once a year? Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you haven't seen it, though, it wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be a bad watch, I guess. <laughs> would you watch it once every two years? I'd watch I, it maybe once every five years. I, I would, think that's the last time I watched this movie. I would probably watch it once a year if if I was watching it with someone who had never seen it before. That's going to be hard Just to find. so I can be like, you see you see that scene this is where it all at started. the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> Wasn't that crap? <laughs> <laughs> that's what all happens. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't think I can give this movie a rating. I mean... But it was the first X-Men movie we got. Now we have, you know, we have superhero movies happening all the time now. Yeah. We get, like, three a year now. So the I kids mean, today... You know, I mean, 2019, have... already, like, you're going to have Captain Marvel come out. Oh, yeah. Infinity War 2, whatever oh, it's going to yeah. be called, come out. 
You're gonna have a ton. Is Black Panther two coming out that year? No, no, it's not. I know. Uh, and then know. Spider-Man is supposed to come out the following oh, year yeah. after that, 2020, I think. Dang, I think Spider-Man comes up before. I don't know. Just don't don't ask questions. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man, that was. I don't know about that movie. That was. A, there's a lot of plot holes, and I'm just wondering. <laughs> oh man. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I'm getting pretty tired. Um, are you reading or watching anything? Recommendations you want to tell anybody to watch or read? Uh, I am literally not watching anything at the moment just because uh, uh, I'm still in school doing my stuff. Wow. Teaching, so wow. don't really have time to... Tell your students that if they can actually listen to all of this, they'll get extra credit. <laughs> all right, I need you guys to go think... and watch uh, or listen, listen to, to this. <laughs> And I need you to write a two-page or one-page paper on what you heard. <laughs> the synopsis of the movie. I always feel weird if I tell my friends, like, hey, I have a podcast. Because I don't want to be, like, that one guy. Because everybody has that one guy from high school who's trying to be, like, a rapper. And they're just like, <laughs> listen to my SoundCloud. Or it's always that one guy or that one chick from high school who's trying to, be, you know, who's part of a pyramid scheme. And they're just like... Check out my meeting. yeah. Just check this meeting out. That's why I'm always <laughs> like, I don't want to tell anybody about this. What is the meeting? Oh, I can't tell you. you just gotta, yeah, just, just show up. Don't you gotta have? No, it's always. Do you have an open mind? That's what they always ask. Like, oh do you have God. an open and mind? And they, they don't right? even tell you what. It's, like, they don't even give you any kind of hint. Like, I dragged into like two of them, which I was stupid the second time. <laughs> so the first time I didn't know, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, World Ventures, amazing. You need amazing. To sign up for this. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the one where it was like at Ground Zero, wasn't it? No. Oh no. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, oh yeah. So no, next time you just like, I need you to come to a meeting with me. I need you to have an open mind and just put on X Men two thousand. And they're just like, can you just give me the sales pitch? Not after <laughs> until the movie's done. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah. So I always feel like, oh, I don't know if I want to tell people I have this podcast. I mean, we had twelve listeners. I'm pretty sure four of those listeners were my iPod or my iPhone <laughs> and then my laptop so <laughs> they're all mine just they're all mine they're all my ass yeah, so. <laughs> no okay that's a lot I did watch something today I was watching One Punch Man again oh okay uh, I really like that I've, ne- I've never seen it I've I, never ever seen it before I, I, so. re- I really love One Punch Man it's just it's to me it's really funny and it's so fun to watch uh, <laughs> even though it's dubbed uh, my girlfriend hates it I don't know why she doesn't know what's good she hates a lot of things though. that's true she so, does hate a lot of things yeah so I mean Okay, she hates a lot of things that I like. That when, doesn't sound healthy, Daniel. When, when it comes when it comes to when it comes to TV and stuff. Oh, I um, mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Has she listened to the podcast? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I forced mine to listen to to ours, so. Oh, was so that like, was where the talk yeah. came from. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I was like, just subscribe to this. Don't worry about it. You press it's play. Okay. You pause it, refresh, play. Oh, there's two views. Yeah, there's two views. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, man. I'm watching Daredevil Season 3, and I'm on the third. I think I'm on the fourth episode, and it's pretty good. I say give it a watch. Um, I finished up American Horror Story. I never watched either of those two Um, It gets rough. I'll I heard a lot way. of bad things about American Horror Stories. It, uh, horror Story. So that's why I never watched any it's, of it. It gets rough. Maybe one day we'll talk about it, but not today. Um, I'm reading a lot of things. I'm reading like a Stephen King book, and I'm reading Curse of the Mutants, an X-Men movie, which is funny because we just did an X-Men movie right now, or an X-Men movie, and I'm reading Curse of the Mutants, which is a comic book. It's basically like, it's got Blade in it. It's pretty cool. It's basically the X-Men versus vampires. 
It's okay. got Dracula. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I say check it out. I think it came out like in two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve, but it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, do you want to tell them where they can reach us at? No. No? <laughs> can you please tell them? Uh, so now there's an email. If you want to have any questions or comments that you would like, maybe you can even give some kind of suggestion if you would. Yeah, that would help something. out because we're always like not sure what to do. And I really don't want to do another X-Men movie for a while. Uh, so, so the email you could actually reach us at is, uh, uh, called talking flick at gmail.com. So that's T A L K I N G F L I C K at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm Just sure in case you can't understand me on this thing. Yeah. It's the uh, name of the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where you can reach us at. If you have any recommendations, um, I think we do like a sponsorship thing now over at, well not a, sponsor, a Patreon thing with the app that we're on. You can find you can find it on the on the app whatever you're listening to there's going to be a spot where you can support the channel. Um you don't have to be for every podcast. Every I think podcast it's every podcast. Thing? Yeah, everyone Apple, has. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. There's like a section you can press on it or something. Cuz the app the app this is off of is um This is Anchor. Anchor. Yeah, this is Anchor. But it like it distributes it. Yeah. Yeah, so Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I mean, those are the main ones. I don't know anybody else who listens to podcasts on anything but those two apps, Spotify and Podcast and Apple. But if you want to support the channel, kind of help keep the lights on, you know, fund our weird little adventure that we're doing, feel free to do it. But I think that's it, guys, because I'm getting pretty tired and we're about an hour and 30 minutes into this. So uh, have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully we can get 13 views instead of 12 this time around, but we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe they won't all be from uh, Tyler. Yeah, from me. Yeah, just refreshing the page. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, have a good night. We will talk to you next week. Do we know what movie we're going to do next week? Uh, Not sure yet. Not yet, at least. There's a few, maybe. Maybe Zodiac. Maybe... 30 Days of Night. Maybe 30 Days of Night. Um, maybe if there's a suggestion, maybe someone listens yeah, to something Yeah, if someone wants to do Th- Zodiac or 30 Days of Night, just or send maybe something a, in. maybe yeah. you have a personal suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, feel free. We are really open. We are we are literally at ground doesn't zero. Have, so doesn't have to be movies either. TV, yeah, TV shows. TV show. Yeah, TV um, shows. I mean, that would take more time because we'd have to watch the whole season if we didn't already watch true. the whole or, season. Or you can just watch an episode and then... Yeah, just kind of just... Uh, yeah, just off like that. So, all right. So, all right, guys, have a good night. We will see you next time. Feel free to subscribe. Give us likes, give us messages, all that fun stuff. Yeah.